You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about LeBron James once again coming to save Team USA. The Avenge Team, this time it may be what it's called. Uh, we're also going to talk about a list of Bulls players, uh, players that the Bulls signed past their prime. And the NBA officially now has a load management rule. Me and Pat will be breaking that all down right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and uh, host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And Pat, Team USA failed to secure a medal of any sort in the tournament uh three bad losses by the t- team usa over there uh the bronze medal game they allowed dylan brooks of all people we heard you personally pat saying that he couldn't shoot the ball and hey. uh, <laughs> and for at least the next year uh, uh shea gilgis alexander and dylan brooks own the united states but uh LeBron James apparently retweeted an emoji. Now rumors have come out that he's going to be partnering with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, among others, to come and try to save Team USA in the 2024 Olympics that I believe is going down in Paris. How you feeling, Pat? Why? Why do we do the save thing? Why are we, like I listen? Either you care about playing for the United States or you don't. The one thing that I'll give Carmelo Anthony, that man was always there. Oh, you know there. what I mean? Like. <laughs> Either you care about playing for Team USA or you don't. At the end of the day, I'm not here for the save thing. I'm not here. Listen, you you had, and I get it. It's FIBA. You're more worried about the world championship and all of that. But let's stop acting like all of a sudden we care. You know why you care? Because it's the Olympics. It's a bigger stage, and you're going to go out there, and you're going to save Team USA like you did with the, uh, uh, the Redeem team with Kobe Bryant and all of them. Like, yeah, for sure. And guess what? The United States is going to go through, and now that the best players are going to play, they're going to kick the crap out of everybody that stands on the other side of them. It is what it is. But I'm not sitting here impressed by the whole, like, I'm back, baby. Now nah, we're here. USA. I'm back. USA. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, nah, I'm not I'm not buying in. So stop it, bro. Like, you, you didn't want to play in the FIBA. None of you guys want to play in the FIBA. And that's why we're sending Bobby Portis and Jaron Jackson over as our best big man, even though, no cap, we really don't have much to offer at the center position uh, on the American side. It's just, it is what it is. Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler actually might be a nice one. That's what I'm saying. For international ball, I think Walker Kessler would be really Walker Kessler might be nice because he's Jaron Jackson with less fouls, which basically is just. He can't shoot like a better player, but I guess. (laughs) Wait, you put on record right now. Walker Kessler is a better player than Jaron Jackson Jr. Is what you're going on record with. Let me see how he played this year. Okay. If he he takes another step from what he did last season and he fouls less. Yeah. Because Jaron Jackson literally just don't finish games, bro. He Jaron Jackson played us. He had five fouls to start the third quarter. (laughs) 
That's funny. Like in like the last 39 games of the season as well, last year, Walker Kessler averaged it was like 76% from the field or something crazy yeah. like that, bro. Like, dude was uh, he didn't take many shots, but he 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 shot it very well when he decided to take it. So he shout just out was to him, efficient you know. with what the shots he was putting up. Yeah, you know I mean, like yeah. I is he better than Jaron Jackson right now? Probably not, but I mean he'll stay on the court longer. No arguments there. No arguments there. <laughs> <laughs> When you look at at, at Team U- USA, the Avenge team, as I'm going to label it until they come up with their official name, and this yeah, is a great – like, you you just know that LeBron James is going to be the last documentary that comes out after he retires, the Avenge team or whatever it, uh, whatever it is. But who else do you think uh, – looking at we already – Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, LeBron have, are rumored the three that are kind of spearheading this. When you look at other players around uh, the NBA, who else do you hope comes over? Um, I think – I think Anthony Edwards probably makes it um, from this team. I think that Zach Levine could be a candidate. Damian Lillard could be a candidate. DeMar DeRozan could be a candidate. Um, I I mean, listen, take your pick. At the end of the day, you put a team of Americans together in in basketball, they're going to go out there and dominate, right? Like, you, (laughs) first off, the only reason LeBron can we acknowledge this? We actually I, this just popped in my head. We have to have this conversation. Is the only reason he's going because Dylan Brooks called him an old man in the NBA playoffs? That's funny. And, and so now he's going over there to prove on the world stage that I'm not the old man. Like, That's actually man. pretty like, hilarious, bro. That's actually pretty hilarious. Um, I don't know. I mean, LeBron who, is a very petty person at this point in his career, so I wouldn't surprise me at all either. Who's the best? I guess right. Like, who's your? Your point guard, small forward, shooting guard are probably locked up. Power forward, who's the – I mean, like, we might have had the best power forwards we could say. They're better American power forward than a Bobby Portis right now? The big man position is tough. It got to be. Right, bro. Right. Hey, look at your face. Look at your face. There's got to be. There got to (laughs) be. There gotta be like I. I, I <laughs> I'm like, just saying, like who? That's what I'm saying. Anthony Davis, if well, he's, he's healthy, not, he's probably not gonna play in the Olympics because he he don't want to risk getting hurt. Zion, if he's healthy, these are a lot of play. These are a lot of question the marks. Same so thing. <laughs> True, but I mean, if if LeBron and everybody else is going over, here's the thing. Oh no, Aaron Gordon, absolutely too. Better two way power forward. Better two way power. Is he? Evan Mobley? Evan Mobley, I give you. I didn't think about yeah. Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, I give But Evan Mobley's more of a center than me. True. True. Actually, I mean, but actually, where the heck was he? Hold on. Now, now that's the real question. Where the heck was Evan Mobley? He had something to do in Cleveland? <laughs> Evan Mobley got things he's, he got going on, bro. Yeah, like, you know it is what it is. Cleveland. You know he had absolutely nothing to do in Cleveland. Hey, the man is training, bro. Like, I'm glad if he doesn't have nothing to do, there's more reason to stay in Cleveland. Just train. That's all you need to focus on. It's just train. That's all. Training, that's all. training to not get that ball from Donovan Mitchell. Bro, they got to give that man the ball more often, bro. They really got to give that man the ball more often. I tell, you, I tell you people who aren't going to be on the roster next year. By the way, Walker Kessler was on the Team USA roster this year. So there you go on that one. Didn't even know that. Um, was it really? Yeah, yeah. Josh Hart ain't going to be on the team. You ain't even got to worry about it. Don't show up. Don't worry about it. Uh, 
Brandon Ingram with the way that he performed in this one, don't show up. Don't even worry about bro, it. Thank Brandon you for your time. Brandon Ingram was horrible, bro. It was no point in even having him on the floor. Thank you for your time. Cam Johnson, eh, I like his ability to stretch the floor, but we got to make space for a couple of people. Don't even worry about it. Don't send in your resume. We good on you, bro. Like, this roster, yeah, bro, this yeah. is crazy. I, I, don't, I don't need Cam Johnson when I can go get the real Kevin Durant. I'm just saying, bro. Like, what do I need him asking for? The disrespect. Paolo Bancaro, does he stay? I think him and Anthony Edwards have to stay because they are the future. The two that you keep because they're 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 the future of team. And that's the one thing with this is that if LeBron and them are coming back, you want to make sure that to me you set up the next the next wave because this definitely would be their probably last run with Team USA. So you want to keep Ant. You want to keep Paolo Bancaro. I want to keep Walker Kessler, keep Tyrese Halliburton, keep Ant. Everybody else can go. When is and and maybe this is something we should have looked at before, but I'm asking it now. When is the last time the USA did the team USA just didn't medal? I don't even the last time. I think we bronze medaled. That's what I'm saying. Like, when's yeah. the last time like we didn't medal at all? Is it the redeem team or before the redeem team? Probably, but I think didn't we even win bronze in that one? I feel like we did. Like, I I don't even know when the last time this would have happened is. Like, that's the, this is actually pretty bad. The we have not. Wait, two thousand nine. It was two thousand nineteen. We finished seventh in two thousand nineteen. Who did we send in two thousand nineteen? I have no idea. But before that, the last time we didn't medal in FIBA. Specifically, the last yeah. time we didn't was 1967. Yeah, uh, I don't know if y'all know this. Uh, <laughs> rest of, here's the thing. Rest of the world's catching up. Yeah, very much so. And uh, we keep talking about the U.S. getting dominated at the same spot. Yeah, Anthony Davis better play. Zion Williamson better play because I ain't gonna lie to you. It's not a lot there. Like Bobby Portis, one of the best that you can send. It's gotta be. <laughs> that Man. was so funny to me. Yes. <laughs> Is that better bro. United States power forward? It's gotta be. <laughs> it gotta be. That's all I can say on that. I didn't have it off the top of my head, but it gotta be. Like I love Bobby, don't get me wrong, but like I don't think anybody coming into this was like, yeah, we gotta send, we gotta send one of the best power forwards we got. All right, who we sending? Bobby Porter's. Like, Bobby come Porter's, on. bro. I'm telling you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even if you don't think that he's the best, he top five. <laughs> That's crazy. That's Bobby wild. Porter's is a top five American power forward. That's crazy. Uh, but next up, though, we're going to talk about this list from Pippen Ain't Easy of eight players that the Bulls signed past their prime. Oh, Guess what? We're probably going to roast a couple of people. Before we get into that, we got to talk about one of our sponsors, and that is Ibotta. Uh, it's officially summer, and a new season means new clothes, but your closet shouldn't be the only thing growing when you make purchases. Now you can also watch your cash grow back with each purchase with Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back 
It's that easy. The average I bought a user earns $120 per year that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, or you can use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out on your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering listeners $5 just for trying out Ibotta using the code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCKED. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKED. All right, Patrick. It's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute. I had to throw one out there, man. (laughs) With that said, man, Pippin' Ain't Easy has eight Bulls players, or former Bulls players that we signed past their prime. Do you want to take a gander at who was number one on that list? Players that we signed past their prime. Scotty Pippen. No, he's not on the list at all. That's actually wild. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, first one. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Scotty Pippen, not on the list. We signed Scotty Pippen in 2002. True, but I mean, we did have him through his prime, too. This is players that they first time signing with the Bulls oh, was first past time the signings. I was going to say, uh, doggone Chris Duhon every time. <laughs> <laughs> he was like 23 when we signed him the first hey, time. Bro. Was past <laughs> Jesus, bro. Number two on the list, Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo, I was going to say. But see, that's. That's tough because when are we saying that the prime ended? Because Rajan was really good. Well, he was what he needed to be for that Lakers team, too, when they went on a final. I mean, technically, it was what we needed to be, too, because we were up 2 0 when he went down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not mad at either situation with with Rondo there. Um, I mean, yeah, he went on to play six more seasons after leaving the Chicago Bulls. Shout out to him for that. Uh, uh, Cristiano Felicio. Oh, my bad. He was in this problem. Oh, my That's God. Tough. Here you go. That's uh, tough. Trying to think. Players we signed past their prime. Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace is eighth on the list, so he's absolutely on the list. Um, I mean, there's, it's sad because it's literally just the last 20 years. <laughs> well, 30 years at this point. Um, who's played on this team? Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton was number three right after Rajon Rondo. Um, run through it. I because I'll be here all day trying to guess number them, four. Goran Dragic, who just signed last year. Yeah, yeah. Number five. Well, we know you have a theory about why Goran signed here. Which... Oh, good. listen, Goran did the Walt Disney effect, bro. Shout out to Goran. It, hey, it worked. Google Goran Dragic before he signed here. When you Google Goran Dragic, Chicago Bulls, it was a young man, young Derrick Rose, putting the nut, his nuts in that man's face on a dunk. And now when you Google Goran Dragic, Chicago Bulls, is a picture of him in a jersey doing a play we never saw him do here. I think somebody edited the photo. It's just him like, like I never saw this pass, bro. Like, I'm not was buying it. To, was, it to, was it to drum? It might have been to drumming, but it was it was one of those where it was like, man, if you did that pass, it was like a jump pass. It was like, if you did that pass there while you was here, you'd have tore your body. Like, stop it, bro. Like, <laughs> no, he had some great passes to Goran. Number five. Uh, Thad Young, number five, in 2019. Agree. I don't agree with that. I don't agree. Thad with that was either. nice here. He, he was he was good. He was really that. good for us. 
Yeah. Like if you look at the raw stats, of course it didn't jump out the sheet, but like he that wasn't his role here. He wasn't here to score a lot. Also, I like I like what, what was Thad's prime? Like he played the same way right now that he played when he was 21. <laughs> well, it's the impact. Like play style itself doesn't change a lot for most players, but it's the impact. Yeah, you're talking about that young and the had a couple of seasons averaging 17, 18 points per game, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head. I mean, he played for Philly. I didn't, I've never followed the Philadelphia 76ers <laughs> in and out. So, um, and yeah. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken as well, I think when we got him, he was like 31. <laughs> that Thad's last year here, he averaged 12 and six. That's not well, past your prime. That's not past his prime. And he actually had a role on the team. He was like 31 when we got him. He's 35 yeah. now. He just looked like he 106. I mean, but he had now that. He has always looked old. Like he that's got just, old face, man. He, got he old was face. old when he got drafted. Uh, a player that I almost forgot played here, Vladimir Rodmanovic, played here in 2012. I don't remember. I don't remember a single Vlad play below, bro. Like I, not at all. I remember. I, I remember stuff over his career. I, I until looking at this list, I completely forgot he even played for the Chicago Bulls. I'm not even going front on you, bro. Bro, did he play a lot of games? He played 25 games. Last team oh, he played for. Okay, was all right. Well, that then that's sense. the he definition played... of pasture prime. Yeah, no, that that's that's the pure. Like, what do we sign him to though? Like, were we upset about this signing? Like, was let's this a vet man? Can, you let's see. If I, let's see if I can find it. I had to be a vet man. If they gave him anything over the vet men, then that's a that's a problem. That's, yeah, a, that's problem. a He signed a one year deal for the. It had to be for the vet minimum. Guess how many points Vlad averaged here in Chicago. Oh, it, I mean, I don't remember him even playing. It had to be like two. 1.3. Yeah, he had a game where he scored four one time, basically. That's <laughs> he played 20 games. He averaged 5.8 minutes per game, had a field goal percentage of 30. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I Gross. And the number seven on this list, Big Sexy, Kurt Thomas. That I agree with. Kurt Thomas was just an enforcer when he was here. But do you remember that he had that one game? It was one game against the Detroit Pistons. He scored 20 points in a quarter. I will never forget that game. I do. Never forget because he scored 20 points in that one quarter and did not score a single point the rest of the game. Because I just remember. He said, I just remember Stacy going, turn back the clock, big sexy. And yeah. Kurt was cooking. And that man was gassed <laughs> he, looked, he looked like the bears defense out there man like that man was tired after that bro <laughs> he actually went on to play two more seasons in the nba after that he, he played actually new played york after that didn't yeah, portland and new york he played 90 more games in his nba career after that kurt thomas that is kurt first off here's the tough part dang you want to talk about past a prime kurt thomas played for us in 2010 he's now 50 <laughs> bro, That's 2010. Listen, it's it's a while ago, but it ain't that long ago, bro. I mean, it's 23. I mean, you said 2010, 13 years ago. That's 13 Damn, years he, ago, bro. He's 50. <laughs> right, That's bro. crazy, bro. That's a quarter of his life ago, bro. That's <laughs> bro. wild. That's this wild. Man probably had multiple grandchildren in his spaces. He started. Did he play? And he played two more years. And he, he he started 37 games for that Chicago Bulls team. Oh, bro. we was so hurt that year. Was, was that T and Joe was out? Um, was Joe out that year? 
I think ten, Joe. Uh, that's when Joe had the the plantar fasciitis start to uh, because of injuries to Bulls, Joakim Noah, and and Carlos Boozer. Yeah, injuries to both of them. So he got thirty seven yep. starts. Hey, big sexy. That mess is funny, bro. It's so funny that people don't remember that that was his nickname was Big Sexy. Or maybe it's just Stacey King called him that a couple of times, and I just wait a minute. Wait, 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 is that is that is that not his? I don't want that to be just be out in the ethos that we just calling this man. No, like, Stacey, Stacey King came called up with him, yeah. Stacey King came up with the nickname Big Sexy. If he, unless don't he was called that, don't y'all be in the comments sitting there talking about why y'all calling him that? <laughs> oh, you already know somebody didn't type it fifteen times already, bro. They typed the pause in there as well. But uh, <laughs> all right, that's enough whoa, of that, whoa, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let us know what you guys think about that list of, of uh, players the Bulls signed past their prime. We want to remind you guys that Locked on Bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube. Pat, before we go, man, we got to talk about this new rule from the NBA. They have now uh, come up with a rule as far as load management. So in the case of this, uh, teams will be fined $100,000 for the first violation, $250,000 for the second violation, and $1 million more for every time after that. Now, the rules as far as this, it, it's in regards to resting players for national televised games and multiple stars in the same game. What do you think this does for the NBA as a whole, bro? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So you telling me. <laughs> you telling me the NBA gave Pop Wimby and then was like, you cannot sit him. Basically. <laughs> they basically got Pop Wim Wimby and then said, hey, listen, Pop, we took care of you, bro. Stop it. Pop said, I got Wimby slated for 25 games this season. They said, bro, they had, they gave the Spurs, what is it? It's like 19 nationally televised games. Yeah. And then put a rule in so Pop can't bench him in none of the nationally televised games, bro. <laughs> hey, retire, Pop. It's over, bro. No, you know what, though? Here's the thing. I'm... I'm okay with this, with how the NBA is doing this, because it's it's telling the I, I get it right. Like there's the part where you want to have your players out there. You want to protect your players. You want to see your players in the playoffs, all of that things. But realistically, uh, and, and that these guys are million dollar, multi-million dollar uh, uh, entities in themselves, basically. But at the end of the day, right, your consumer is telling you that the amount that we're seeing guys play is a problem. And now they're doing something about it. I respect yeah. that from an Adam Silver, from an NBA perspective. I think it's sad that it had to get to that point. Again, we talked about the play-in tournament. They're trying to put the power back in the regular season. There's a reason why NBA viewership during the regular season is basically just meh. And then during the playoffs, all of a sudden, all these NBA fans appear. I saw a TikTok legit, and it was the it was the most true thing that I realized about most NBA fans now. It's like, oh, man, the NBA playoffs is finally here. Now I'm going to start talking like I've been watching this team all season, though I ain't, knowing I ain't seen one game. And that's really what the NBA has gotten to. The regular season is just not something that people are tuning in on, especially if you're not a team that has a premier player or that is sitting here. Uh, 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 um, uh, um, what's the right word? Sitting here, you know, in a perennial playoff team, right? Like if you're a Celtics fan, sure, you're probably tuning in every Celtics game. You got two players on your team that are really good and you know you're going to make the playoffs and you know you're going to get into uh, at least the ECF. 
if you're the Bulls right now, like how many Bulls fans do we both know that basically just don't watch the Bulls game and box and and, and stat watch? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I get what the NBA is trying to do, and I respect it because the consumer was unhappy. Here's the thing: it does this says nothing about how many minutes they have to play. So do not put it past Pop. He's gonna be like, bet. <laughs> I gotta play. <laughs> Twimmy does slip off and he immediately calls timeout. <laughs> bro, bro, he's gonna screw them over so bad, bro. bro. And he's probably gonna be looking like, well, I played him. Like, well, I mean, this is this is about uh, uh Paul's load management, though, right? So, like, is there anything in the rule about the minutes at all? Like the, like you got you they can't have overlooked that that possibility. This is just Greg breaking Pop. news uh via the NBA app. Kevin Porter Jr. has been arrested for assaulting his girlfriend. I you think she asked him about those videos? I, I didn't know he played for the Charlotte Hornets. Did I say Charlotte Hornets? Said Houston Rockets, didn't I? Did I say Charlotte Hornets? Oh, I just assumed because everybody that's oh, uh, going to jail is on bro. Charlotte. <laughs> uh but yeah, so just breaking news on that one, bro. Yeah, that's I mean, listen, that's he, tough. <clears throat> stupid is the stupid does, sir. Listen, y'all, y'all know what positions you're in, you know what comes with that. Just stop putting your hands on people. I don't know what she did, but I mean you're you're the one that's the multi-million dollar entity. Um, yeah. be smarter. But hey, um Kevin Porter Jr. signed with Charlotte. I don't know. Like, I don't know how you want me to transition back to load management. I'm sorry, bro. I, I, breaking news. We, do, we very rarely get breaking news like that. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Locked on Bulls. First breaking news. Somebody's beating their wife. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not laughing at that. It's like, it's really, like, all jokes aside, bro, like, it's really unfortunate. I know we don't have the details. And, and you know, shout out to go check out Locked on Rockets. I'm sure they'll be talking about it. But, like, it's it's unfortunate that we keep seeing people in situations that they just make bad choices and it's going and it affects their career. And 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 that's why you want to see mugs just again, like I said, just be smarter in certain situations. I look at the NFL guys with the gambling. I look at the NBA guys with the I mean, what, what the heck's going on with Kai Jones? He's on IG live off of Perk 30. Like mm-hmm. like what? What the heck are y'all doing? These are y'all. And you know what it is, though? And I, this kind of goes into the conversation we're having, not just with load managed, but just setting rules and boundaries that you're not bigger. It goes to the John Morant conversation. It goes all of that, right? Like, you're not bigger than the entity. Yeah. You're not bigger than the billion-dollar organization. If you want to take your money and run, take your money and run. But guess what? It will run out. Rashad McCants is doing a podcast with uh with Gilbert Arenas for a reason. It's not because he's got good basketball takes. With that being said, uh, back to the 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 load management rule. How how like to lighten it up before we go? How uh, how how many minutes does <laughs> when Bianca play the last fifteen games of the season? I didn't playoff contention. Come on, no, the Spurs are not going to be in playoff contention. This I year. mean, listen, how good is Wimby? Wimby's supposed to be uh, LeBron James reincarnated. Uh, uh, the Cavs were in playoff contention that rookie year. True. They, they, also like, had, they also had a lot of vets on that team that they did. were flawed. Did. But like Wasn't Carlos Boozer on that team? Yeah, Carlos Boozer was on that team. Uh, it's weird to think that he started in Cleveland. <laughs> I know, right? Because he only played one year in Cleveland. Because he got, he got up out of there. 
Because <laughs> um, he said, ain't no rookie finna come in here and help us trade him. <laughs> now, that was Darius Miles. He's like, oh, yeah, he's LeBron's going to be somebody that's going to help me score more. Okay, bro. Okay. Bro, <laughs> 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 bro he was on the next flight. I just thought LeBron was going to be somebody to come here and help me score more. Okay. You thought the number one overall pick was just there to help you score more? Hey, right, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. He was on the next thing smoking, bro. That... <laughs> he didn't finish that interview. <laughs> they got halfway through that interview. They were like, pack the bags. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, man, I just uh, like I, I I think that uh, realistically speaking, you'll probably see. I think Pop might play nice with this one. Because now th- here's the thing. How many of those last uh, 15 games are nationally televised? Because this only applies to the nationally televised games, right? Uh, I mean, that's that's what was quoted in that blurb that I read. But so is the NBA just flat out saying, listen, if it's not on TV, we don't care what you do. Hey, bro. Hey, look, <laughs> yeah. We'll score 100 in a barn. They ain't worried about that, bro. They just had it. To... <laughs> oh, right. It's time to go. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Or did he? Follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Will they score no hundred? You can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. Me and Pat will be back with our brand of comedy and insightfulness. Um, I mean, you never know how that balance is going to strike on each episode, so make sure you guys are tuned in to see that. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls, man. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace.